are listening to the Oracle of Light podcast. I am your host, Shauna DeMellon. What if you could experience your son or daughter in spirit and connect with them and communicate with them? Well, you can. I invite you to check out my program, Growing Up in Heaven. You can find all the details on my website at livealifeyoulove.org, where you can make that connection and experience joy in your heart. I want to welcome Alexandra to the show today. Oh my gosh, we're just we're just sitting here in these high vibes. So <laughs> whenever you listen to this episode, you're just going to be like, whoa, just ride the waves with us because we are, you know, we are creating this, this beautiful sacred space for everyone to step into. And so again, whenever you're listening to this, just enjoy the energy. Just really, I invite you to set the intention to just soak up whatever you can because I bring a different energy from Alexandra and just combined, there's so much spirit energy and angelic energy. And it's just, it's, it's amazing. I'm this one, I'm going to, I'll have this one saved somewhere. So then when I need a, when I need a, a juice hit, <laughs> oh, I, yes. an energetic hit, I'm going to play this. So welcome. We're, I'm just so excited to have you. Oh, thank you, Shauna. I'm so excited to be here. And even like the first time we spoke, I'm like, oh, this girl and I vibe like we just both have high energy and we value we have the same values in mediumship, which is huge and not saying that other mediums don't have hype. But, you know, again, like we were just talking some things get a little spooky out there. So it's just great that we connect on various levels. And I just can't wait to connect with you even more. Oh, I feel the same way. And so now I'd, I'd love for you to give us, um, give us a glimpse into your journey. You know, where did the mediumship come in? Has it been there since day one? Did it, did something happen to kick it off and kind of how everything has evolved to bring you to where you are today? Yes. So for many years, I thought my first, uh, many, it's like four for about four years. When I actually officially started my journey, I thought my first experience was in 2018 when my grandma, my beautiful Eastern European grandma stepped in like a ball of fire to initiate me. But actually it was when I was four. Um, so my parents are from New Zealand and we were visiting my maternal grandparents in Lake Tarawera. And there are us four kids and my two parents. And their house was really small on the lake. So to fit all of us, my grandma and my grandpa had a little like caravan in their backyard. And that's where the kids slept. So there was one hot afternoon. I believe it was definitely during the winter time there because their winter is summery. It was really warm and I was laying in the caravan just getting a rest. And for so many years, the only way I could describe it was, oh my gosh, I felt like my whole body felt like 300 pounds. And, you know, obviously I'm already a small person. So me just at four years old, way, way small. Um, and I remember seeing like soft the fuzzy figures, but now that I have the vocabulary for it. And when I finally, um, got the feeling again, only a couple of years ago, the exact feeling I went to my, my spiritual mentor, Melissa, who was on my first episode of my podcast. Um, 
she was like, that was your first experience with spirit. And those were your ancestors saying hello. And so again, the vocabulary that I have now was, it felt like my cells were expanding, like just into light. And it just was such a beautiful um, portrayal of your soul for everyone. Your soul is so much greater than your physical body. And it was just so incredible. And just seeing my soft, the soft figures of my ancestors was really, really magical. And even like, I always had these really crazy big thoughts when I was a little girl, like I'd be running in the playground and then I would stop all of a sudden and I would somehow zoom out and just look on the world. And I'm like, wait, I'm this little person in this big universe and who's watching over us, who's watching over this and that. And just, I just had these crazy thoughts and I'd be like, okay, shut up. And I'd just go back to running and like scrape my knees again. And it was just, it was just really, really wild. So that was my very first spiritual experience. Um, should I get into when I started being a medium or oh my gosh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, and it's, it's interesting. I love that you share that because I think, I think for a lot of, a lot of people and not necessarily for people that are, that are, you know, full-blown mediums, but I think for a lot of people, you know, when we're, when we're, when we're younger, I mean, we don't have those points of view that that's scary. It's wrong. It's bad. There's something wrong with you. You're different. You're weird. It's just, we start to have those different experiences and it's just like, what is this? And I love how you describe that. It just, you just, you just felt it. it. It was just, it was all encompassing. And it just, I just love how you, how you describe that. I think that that's so beautiful. So yeah, absolutely. We would love to hear about, about everything else. Yes. Yes. Oh, thank you. And yeah, quickly going into that part for sure. I think that's, what's really weird. I'm obviously you can relate when you're young, you don't really have the vocabulary for it and you're not really sure what's going on. So it was hard for me to say, oh, I saw spirit when I was four. Like, I just didn't know I was, I, the way I coped with trauma in my life was ignorance is bliss. I was very, oh, that's silly. Oh, that's so weird. Like, which did work to be honest in some cases, but obviously as an adult now with reality, it doesn't work so well. Mm -hmm. Um, Also now that I'm a medium, it makes so much sense. I recently made a TikTok because I was laughing at how um, in high school I had a teacher in like a report write-up, like a quarterly write-up, call me a ditz and an airhead. And now it makes a lot of sense. (laughs) (laughs) So I kind of laugh at that now. And I'm like, that's really funny. So when I got into mediumship, um, it was 2018. Mid-October, my mom and my brother flew over to New Zealand because my maternal grandmother died of, uh, I feel like I always get it wrong. Is it COPD, CPOD um, from smoking? Mm -hmm. She was a lifelong chain smoker. And uh, for about a week, so timely, for a week leading up to Halloween, um, I had all these visitations. But again, I still didn't understand what was happening. But in the back of my mind, I did. So it started on like so exact to a T on a Monday at midnight. Um, I was laying in bed and I was waiting for my my roommate at the time, Levi, to get home. And I'm like, okay, I want to wait till Levi gets home. Like kind of that comfort thing when you're living with someone. And then finally I'm like, oh my gosh, Levi's home. Great. I'll go to bed. So I wake up and I realize Levi isn't home. I'm like, that's weird. And I immediately thought, I'm like, that was my grandma that came 
and visited because Levi never came home. I heard doors opening, feet up the stairs, lights turn. Like it just sounded like someone came home, went to the bathroom, turned off the lights, like whatever. And I'm like, okay, that's crazy. And then, um, uh, what was it? The next few days I felt a presence and a weight and I've been describing it like a sandbag, like a sandbag on my left side. Um, it was a little darker, a little heavier. And I was like, huh, that's so like, again, my obliviousness is so funny. I was like, huh, that's so weird. I'm just going to go to sleep now. <laughs> this is like hilarious. And then I also heard her say my name. So like, it was so loud, like I'm clear audience, but you know, a lot of the time it's really just the inner voice, but it was like, BB. And I'm like, what the, I was not dreaming. I was not asleep. Maybe I was like, again, the, the gullibleness was just great. And so then finally, of course, on November 1st, because the veil, as you know, is so thin during that time. Oh my God. It's just so funny. So I went to the gym, I came home, I took a shower and then on my bathroom mirror in the steam in the fog, I see writing. And I said, this was with my soul and it had a heart in it. And that's when I just started bawling. I'm like, that is my grandma. Like she's, I'm like tearing up. It was like, she's trying to reach out to me. And at first I was like, no way. And I was texting Levi. I'm like, did you write this? And he's like, why would I write that? <laughs> and I'm like, oh my gosh. Okay. That was my grandma hundred percent. So I was, I went to work. I was at my internship doing all this research, how to talk to a spirit. Like, I had no idea. And so then I, you know, found this website to, you know, kind of help me out. So I wrote a letter and I was like, Hey mom, can you come over? Uh, grandma mummy has visited me and I need to, you know, whatever, say something to her. So I had her sit with me and I read this letter out loud and it was something like, grandma, I love you. I see you. I feel you. And I'm so excited to connect with you. Can you not connect with me when it's like spooky and dark, like whatever. Mm -hmm. And so anyways, I was experiencing all these sensations, you know, ears ringing. I was freezing cold. I felt a magnet pulling the top of my head. My vision was seeing like heat waves. Like it was just everything and more. And I was like, Hey mom, did you feel anything? And she's like, no, what do you, why? And I'm like, Oh my God, like what is happening? And it was so funny too, because that night when I was going to bed, she was right there. And I was like, Hey grandma, can I please go to sleep? And then she shakes my foot, like wiggles (laughs) my foot. And I'm like, Oh, like she was just so excited. And then it was so funny too, because then I was like, Levi, can I sleep with you? And then I see her coming in my room, the door, like coming. I'm just like, oh my God. But you know, now that stuff's normal for me. It doesn't scare me as much, but also I just, I just love and appreciate her spitfire energy because that's just who she is. So, um, in December I was connected to my lifeline, Melissa Wallace. Um, she's based in orange County. I was based in Orange County at the time. And I met her and she was like, I have to teach you everything. I have to, I just do starting today. And I was like, okay. And, um, I was really fortunate to be just so willing and excited to just jump in because two years prior, I went through my first, like really intense, severe bout of depression and anxiety 
But what's, what is really fortunate about the soul that I have is I'm like, I will do anything it takes to be me because I've always, I've been the person who's known who they are. And it's about really being misunderstood. It's not about searching for who I am. So with this mediumship, I knew I was going to heal and I knew I was going to become a better version of myself, but I did not know I was going to become a medium. And it's just been such an honor. So yes, that is my big juicy story. (laughs) Oh, I love it. Thank you so much for sharing. And it's, you, you touched on, you touched on the the values around mediumship and with mediumship. And yeah, we were, we were chatting about this before, uh, before we started recording. And it's interesting because, you know, I've, I've saw spirit from as far back as I can remember, I used to call them the see-through people, like they were everywhere. And then it was after an accident 16 years ago, when they just started showing up. It was like, wow, nicely played universe. It was just something I always kind of put on the back burner. So I was like, I don't want to be called weird. I don't want to be bullied anymore. I don't want to be made fun of. I just, you know, want to feel like I belong. And when everything started to kick itself back up again and just sort of turned on again, um, I remember thinking, okay, 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 this is what this is. And all right, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this to the best of my ability. I'm going to do this with integrity honoring the gifts, honoring the spirit world, honoring the people I get to help and teach and work with. And let's do this. And it's been interesting because we were chatting about this before too. I was, I was out at a farmer's market and, and the person that I was with, she was like, do you ever like get, give messages to people when you're out and about like this? And I said, no. And she said, really, but you must be aware of all the energies. I said, well, I'm aware of the energies, but everyone has like, there are boundaries around that kind of thing. Like we don't just walk around just picking stuff off people. I said, because, and then, you know, it's interesting too, because there's the whole psychic part of it that is completely different from the mediumship part of it. I always tell people it's like a different radio dial. And so we can walk around picking up psychic stuff around people all the time if we choose to, but mediumship is a completely different realm. And so I love what you said about you know, that there are high values, you know, what are the values? So what are, what are some of the, the most important values for you with mediumship? What does that look like? Yes. So again, you, we were talking about it before we started recording and, um, we did share a very similar value. And honestly, that was a value day one, Melissa taught me. And again, like that is something I'm so grateful for that I had a mentor like day one to teach me and lead me to really good people and good energies. So again, like golden rule number one is never give a reading without permission. Um, you know, even when they like, for instance, Obviously we know when it is a fake account, when they DM you for a reading and that's something I'm telling my clients and I tell just people, uh, in general, uh, number two, we are never going to push people to get a reading with us. Uh, they're like, they must be called to come to us, you know? Um, also it's just nosy. It's spiritually nosy. And just like you said, uh, it's, you know, people have boundaries. We have our bubble. Um, I'm not going to the grocery store to pick up on someone's relative that is hanging around. I'm going there to just 
perform a very basic human duty. And that's just to get my groceries. Um, and also when you give a reading without permission, I mean, you're also disrespecting not only, yes, the gift, your guides, but also their guides too. Um, you know, for instance, uh, I've had people ask, Oh, do you ever do kind of like healing from afar? If you see someone that's hurting and for instance, um, a very, so my, my partner has a friend that's, you know, a little troubled and, you know, my, just my instincts were picking up on him. Like this guy is interesting. And his guides were just like, he's not ready. And not that I was asking to give him a reading, but I was kind of like, it was definitely a, not like a wake up call. Cause I was, I wasn't trying to really poke around, but I was really like trying to understand this guy because him and I were butting heads and his guys were just like, "Mm -mm, he's not ready. It's not time. And that's just even with gift. It's like you ask the guys, you work with the guides. So it's, there's so many layers to asking permission. Um, there's other ones like we are not fortune tellers. We are simply here to give you the tools. We're here to guide you to your highest self. We're here to guide you to help guide you to your soul. Uh, something, uh, I read, uh, one of the most important books so far in my spiritual journey is oneness by Rasha. I don't know if you've heard of it, but yes, like the channel text is just magnificent. And I literally read it twice and something she said, this was a big slap in the face for me was just because you are connected to source and angels and God in whatever way, um, doesn't mean that you're telling the future or that you know more, or you know, all the answers. It's simply you being guided closer to your own soul. And that's, that really, really hit me because again, actually the, the deeper I'm getting to my practice, the less I know <laughs> about, we have all these ideas and goals, you know, it's like this saying my dad actually likes to say, and he's not even spiritual, but he says, uh, man plans and God laughs, which is really <laughs> true. And I just love it. Cause it's so simple and it's so playful. And I think we just have to really allow ourselves to dance with the mystery of of life. And, um, number three, so never give a reading without permission. We're not fortune tellers. What else? Oh my God. I literally have talked about these golden rules so much. Um, <laughs> gosh, let me try to remember. Never give a reading without permission. Um, why am I, why do I blank on this? It's so frustrating. I might have to like, oh, I might have to look up a TikTok that I made. Sorry. I'm just, like, <laughs> so annoying. Oh, that's oh okay. It's so good. I love how you said dance with the mystery of life. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yes. With the mystery of life. I really do. Yes. I love that. And you know, it's, it's interesting because it's, you know, I co- just remembered it too. Sorry. Go. Go. What is it? No, no, go while well, you have it. Go. Okay. So it really does tie in with, um, what do you call it with boundaries and stuff? And this is something that was said the very first day of class with, um, Suzanne Giesman. I took a couple of her courses and she said, do no harm. And it's so huge because not only, you know, when you give a reading without permission, that is doing some energetic spiritual, you know, um, it's harm, but also, 
weird shit's going to come up when we're giving a reading. No doubt. And you either (laughs) something that, you know, you have to do is either, all right, guides, is it necessary to say this? Because you don't, you're not here to trigger your client. You're not here to put them in a spiral, remembering something really traumatic. Or you can put something as lightly and as lovingly as possible. So for instance, if someone is in an abusive relationship, you could say, have you considered, um, you know, taking some time for yourself today? I am getting the sense that you and your partner um, had a disagreement recently or something just as light and feathery as possible, because again, you are here to give them the tools. You are here to heal and give guidance and not to do harm. So yes, I'm so happy. I remembered it. (laughs) I love that. I love that. And, you know, I always tell people, you know, I'm, I'm not your guru, you know, and, and, you know, you probably have a similar practice. I mean, I, everyone, I people fill out an intake form and I'm not a lawyer. I'm not an accountant. What you do with the information is totally on you. Um, And it's always interesting because, you know, I say to people, you know, bring questions and, um, you know, I'm a channel and as a channel, you know, we're activated by questions. Yes, I do get information, but we have access to every past over ancestor, every crossed over loved one connected to that soul. And so it's funny, I'll have somebody come in and say, well, can you tell me who's here? And I'll say, I don't think you want to talk to these, you know, 5,000 people that are standing there that are connected to your soul. Who would you like to talk to? And so it's interesting as you start to work with the energy and, and kind of maneuver that. And it's just, I think it's just brilliant how it starts to open up. Now, I want to talk a little bit about living your authentic soul. Mm-hmm. Because ultimately that's from my perspective, I mean, that's why we're here. I mean, this is a classroom, you know, we're, we're figuring things out, we're learning things. And one of my first teachers was, uh, is Sonia Chiquette. And I love mm-hmm. Sonia Chiquette. She is just, oh, the bomb. Like I just, oh, I totally geeked out. The first class I took with her, I flew to Chicago and I took her, her most recent book. And I'm like, will you take a selfie? Will you sign it for me? I was a total, total nerdy fan. And she loved it. She was so gracious. And what she said was, um, our souls are here to create. And when we're not creating, we're not living authentically. We're not living Mm -hmm. from that place of inner truth. And so I would love to, I would love to go into that arena with you as, you know, how do we live our authentic soul and and what are the blocks preventing us? And, you know, what does that look like to really start to tap into that? And it's, and it's not, not necessarily through mediumship, but I believe that we all connect with spirit. We all communicate with angels, our loved ones are, we all have that ability and capacity to, to receive those energies and connect into that. So if we want to share with someone, you know, what is the most important thing to remember or things to remember around living your authentic soul? Yes. Oh my gosh. So I would say definitely number one for me is literally creating a devotional practice to get quiet, uh, to quiet your mind, because then when your mind shuts up, you are then open to not only your soul, like your soul speaking to you, but also to source. Um, For instance, the new homework assignment, the new devotional practice for me is sitting my butt on the beach um, every morning with no phone, 
and my journal and just simply me and spirit. Because when I get on my phone, it is pretty much game over. It is just, there's so, it's so easy to get distracted and sucked in. So when now that I've done this, I literally got my new and established business name, the modern medium. And that came from getting quiet and shutting the hell up, <laughs> like everything, you know, and what an honor, what a blessing. And now I am giving myself this time to just simply be. And I think that's the problem is not enough time is allotted in our day to get quiet. And we're not giving ourselves permission to get quiet because of everything around us. So I would say number one, like devote to getting quiet and then just like think and get bored or just even actually set the intention of connecting to something higher, whatever that is, that God source, universe, love, divine. Um, and then so much will open up and really bloom. Uh, number two, I think also getting curious, like for sure, I actually had such an amazing conversation with this wonderful woman who, um, serves the multi-passionate community, which I am definitely a part of. I have many passions and something that I asked her about was, so how can you tell, you know, how can you, um, um, dive into your multi-passion, you know, life. And she said, simply just getting curious and asking, how am I when I watercolor? How am I when I'm cooking a meal? How am I when I'm walking around the neighborhood? And I just loved that. And that really opened up a whole portal for me. You know, it, it allowed me to, actually focus on the things that I really love. So for instance, it's really getting outside. When I walk around my neighborhood, I love smelling the flowers. I love looking up in the trees to see if there's any birds in there. I love looking around at the beautiful homes and manifesting, but even just the architecture and observing the quirkiness of Ocean Park, Santa Monica. And so it's just simply allowing your curiosity to play. And that's your soul. That's like your innate soul language is curiosity. So definitely not hiding that. Um, and then, whew, gosh, I mean, there's so many things I think at least for me, but also for everyone, it's really healing your body. Um, when I started my healing journey of eating right, moving right, thinking right, speaking right, um, I am the most connected and in tune with my soul than I've ever been before. When you're eating poorly, you're thinking poorly, you're around the wrong people, you're doing like you're doing things that are harming your body, you are so disconnected, you're inflamed literally, you're not aligned, you can't think right. And so when you start doing the things to actually nourish your body and your soul, you really begin to understand even simply with like, I've told friends, Hey, like, why don't you try like cutting out dairy for a week and see what happens if it's actually like, okay for your body and you feel good, then why not? Dairy's act really good. Dairy's really good for you. But then it's just like little experiments. Um, but anyway, so getting quiet, being curious and healing your body, I would say are definitely the top things that come to mind right now. 
I love that. That is just so key. You know, it's interesting because right now here in Calgary, we have the Calgary Stampede and it's referred to as the greatest outdoor show on earth. And it's this huge, oh yeah, it's, it's fantastic. You know, we get our cowboy, cowboy boots <laughs> out or like, we're like Woody from Toy Story. It's ridiculous. The whole, the whole city transforms. It's crazy. And we went down, I mean, and I, you know, I had to tweak, I've had to tweak my diet over the years. Like I can't do gluten, I, yeah. you know, the wheat, um, I can do dairy, but limited amounts. And, you know, we eat primarily organic and I drink copious amounts of water and, you know, supplements and just really nourishing my body. Because, you know, I think what people don't realize is that our body needs to be operating at that prime level to be able to hold the energy, to be able to create that beautiful home for our soul to live in and for us to thrive and for us to feel vibrant and alive. And, you know, if we're hungover, if we're doing drugs, if we're stressed, if we're not eating right, if we're, you know, eating meat, you know, eight times a day or or whatever that is, you know, it just, it has an impact. And so I love that because to, you know, living your authentic soul, it's really about, oh, I, there was this, um, there was this post I saw on Facebook the other day, and it was something along the lines of the greatest, the greatest form of self-respect is taking care of your body. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, wow. And then in my mind, I'm thinking, and your soul, your spirit, your creativity, yes. you know, like, you could just take that in so many different avenues. And so living your authentic soul. And you probably find this. I have a lot of people that come to me and they're like, what's my purpose? Why am I here? What am I doing? And I'm like, I will help you unravel that because I need you to connect into your heart to find it. Because when you connect in and find it, then you're going to fall in love with it. And you're going to want to share it with the world. If I tell you what it is, you're going to second guess it. You're going to be afraid of it. You're going to shut down. You're going to run the other direction. So we need you, you know, and and we are facilitators. You know, I always love to tell people I'm holding sacred space for you. Mm. When you step into this arena with me, your guides and angels and ancestors and everybody connected to you from the other side, they're in that space with you as well. And so I love that. And, you know, one of the things I did early on after the accident was I had a Reiki session. I had no idea what the heck Reiki was. I was like, what are you talking about? Right. Flowing energy. What is this new age weirdo stuff you're talking about? And I remember after I had my first session, I sat up and it was like, I'd literally been plugged in. And I said, what is that? Where do I learn it? How do I do that? that? Right. It was like, what is that? What did you just do? Oh my God. And so then that started my journey to become a Reiki master and a Reiki teacher. And I always tell people, you know, like when you are inviting more light and love into your world, and I I know it sounds hokey as I say it, but when you live it, it doesn't. And so when you invite more love and light into your world, it's like things that are blocking that or, or not allowing it to flow in will start to come to the surface for you to be able to let go of and whether or not you want to let go of them gently is up to you. <laughs> Some people it's like riding a bull. Oh, wow. You know, and it's so fascinating. And so on the weekend we went down to the, the stampede grounds and in my mind, I thought, you know what, I'm going to have so much fun with food today. Body. What do you want to eat today? What's fun oh. for you today? And yeah, I eat, you know, I do, I love kale and, you know, I do smoothies and I, you know, we I eat organic, like I said, you know, so I've, I've tweaked my diet over the years to support my body with her workouts. And, you know, as 
you know, as my, my world shifts and changes. And so we went down and right away it was like, oh, we're having mini donuts. Yes, we are. And uh, what else? Oh, we're going to have a corn dog. Yes, we are. And I enjoyed every morsel. Like I just had so much fun and I didn't feel guilty. And they had deep fried cheesecake. Oh, Deep fried cheesecake. I can't even describe what that tasted like because there are no words. It was like explosions of joy in my face. It was so good. And it was funny because I went to the gym. It was yesterday and the day before. And uh, one of the gals at the gym, she's like, did you have the deep fried cheesecake? I said, I did. She goes, wasn't that fantastic? I said, it was amazing. She goes, did you know that there's like like 40,000 calories in each piece of that? And I was like, da, 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 da. We did. <gasps> yeah, no, 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 you're, you're not. That was my, my moment of joy. And so it's always, it's interesting, right? So I just, I'm always looking for what are those moments of joy? Right. And so I remember, I remember one of the, the, the most incredible moments of joy for me um, was when my grandparents came through. Mm-hmm. And so again, I was, you know, lifelong medium, you know, from, as early back as I can remember, I, I, I called them the see-through people. I just saw them everywhere. And then going to Catholic school, nobody really saw what I saw. So I started to kind of dial it down. So after the accident, working through the healing from the accident, I just kept seeing these different pictures. And I'm thinking, where have I seen those pictures before? Who are those people? What is that? And I started selling, smelling cigarette smoke and just all these different synchronicities and things started to line up with me. And I'll never forget the first moment, the first time she came in and I was aware of who she was. Like I could smell her perfume. I could hear her. I could see her smile. She has these beautiful blue eyes that just dance. The energy in them is just so magnificent. Anyway, I remember when she first came through to me and that is one of my moments of joy that I have tucked in my heart. The other one is my son, Jack, you know, of course my grandfather, I have, you know, so many other loved ones that have come through. And I think that, that is the cornerstone of mediumship is giving people the gift of those moments of joy of, you know, allowing them to come in and experience that. Right. Like I just, I get so lit up with people. Like, you know, I, my, my specialty and focus is connecting moms with their children and spirit. And so to be able to, to be able to witness them even have that glimmer of, Oh, I felt something shift. What was that? Or I saw them or I heard them or they just, just to have them experience that. So can you share with us some beautiful, beautiful moments where you've experienced those, those moments of joy in your readings and the work that you do? Yes. Okay. So first of all, with the food, I love what you said about let's have fun today and you and your guides all agreed you're going to have fun today and you nourished your body with fun food. I think I love that because I recently went kind of through that. I had like a, I think I told you about it. I had like a wedding marathon in June Yes, and spirit was like, BB, you're going to drink and be merry, have fun. And it was really, really nice because I think what's really fun about living life with spirit is you are constantly checking in with your best friends. You're like, all right, guys, what 
what will serve me today? What, what will nourish me today? And they're your cheerleaders. They're your homies. Like they are so excited for you and they want nothing but, but the best for you. And I think some people see it, at least with like my generation, it's like, Oh, it's just like a lot of work and whatever. I'm like, it is so much fun, especially living alone. Like that's why I'm so good at staying inside all day because I love, again, I love what you did with let's have fun with food and being merry and celebration because you guys kind of set the tone and the energy was ready for that when your energy isn't ready for me to drink or isn't ready for me to eat something in particular, I feel off because maybe I, you know, obviously it wasn't meant to do that. So again, I just, I wanted to just celebrate that because I love what you did. That's a good reminder for me. And like, I want to tell my girlfriends that because too many of us young, beautiful women are still insecure about their bodies. And I want to punch them in the face. Cause I'm like, you guys, um, oh, and, you know, and, and just a side note, you should, there's this crazy thing going on here with the younger generation. They are, it's like, they're wearing the least amount of clothes they possibly can. And on one hand, we're like, yeah, you own that. I mean, you, your body is beautiful. And the other hand, we're like, maybe you could wear a shirt. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe a shirt would be be appropriate. We're not at the nude beach right here, but it's so funny, but I love how you said, you know, with, with eating and and enjoying it and just, yeah, just really, really honoring your body. And it's, I find, you know, it's interesting because what I usually do is I'll say, okay, angels, yo guides, uh, (laughs) how much of this am I having? And they'll say, well, have, you know, I would say it's, I don't drink a whole lot, but every now and again, a glass of red wine is so delicious. And so they'll say half a glass of red wine, or they'll say have one glass, or they'll, they'll kind of dictate, not telling me what to do or how to live my life. They'll tell me what the amount is that will be enjoyable for me. And if I, if I go over that, then I get an upset stomach, then I get a headache, then I feel horrible for the next day. So it's, it's, you know, helping people to understand. And like you said, they are your best friends, right? And so living life with spirit, it's, it's really inviting those energies in. And, and I use, I use them for everything, for parking, for when I'm cooking. And like I said, you know, we were out the other night for dinner and I was like, Oh, I'd really love a glass of red wine. And when I know it's when, when it's something that my body wants, it's almost like my mouth will start watering and I have to have it whether it's a piece of meat, I don't eat a whole lot of meat, or it's some dessert, or it's just water, it's lemon water, it's kale in a smoothie, whatever it is. And it was so interesting, because yeah, I always check in, I'm like, okay, and I'll know when I've had enough, because I don't crave it anymore. I don't want it. It's like, mm. no, I'm good. Whereas, you know, we were out for dinner. And, you know, one of, one of my girlfriends, she's like, let's get another bottle of wine. Let's celebrate. This is fun. And I'm like, go for it. You have fun. I'm, I'm, I'm good. And then people are like, oh, come on, let loose. And I always joke with people. I say, you know, I'm half Newfie. My dad's from Newfoundland. And so Newfies can drink like fish. I do not have wow. that gene anymore. I had it when I was younger. Um, but yeah, I always say to people, I pickled my liver years ago. I don't need to do it anymore. Um, <laughs> uh, I love that. No judgment, no judgment around that, but it's just like, no, I want to feel vibrant and, and amazing tomorrow. And so I love that. So yes, living life with spirit. And so 
we were chatting about moments of joy. Yes. What are the moments of joy you can share with us? Oh my goodness. So there are two that immediately come to mind. So um it was it was so I I love how you get clients sometimes. So my mom is a landlord and then she like met this broker and somehow my mom started talking about me and this broker was like, Oh my God, I would love to see your daughter. And so I went and saw her and first of all, coolest lady has been to burning man ever since the beginning. I'm like, she's just so rad. Like ah, the coolest woman. And so again, I don't, you don't know what's going to come up. And oh my God. So we're sitting and all of a sudden, like this gorgeous Brazilian man comes in and I'm like, it's like a J name and oh, it's like John or something. And she's like, oh, it's actually John, but it's in Brazilian, but it's hard to pronounce. And he would always make fun of me because I couldn't pronounce it. I'm like, oh my God. And I just started bawling because I'm like, I'm like, oh my gosh, he loves you so much. Like, I feel like I'm falling in love with you right now. Like I, and she started crying and I was like, oh my God, was he your lover? And it was just the most emotional, beautiful moment because, you know, I haven't felt that feeling in a, like I'm in a really beautiful partnership right now. And it's like, wow, like that feeling of like, when you first meet someone that you're falling in love with, it's it was just so powerful. So to share that with her and to bring that to her, um, when he's no, you know, obviously when he's no longer here and he unfortunately passed so young, it was just so stunning. Um, and then this recent client, um, her, her grandmother came through and her grandmother was so happy and just describing her life and whatever. And, you know, of course, you know, described parts of her life that weren't so bright, but, still this grandmother just came in just dancing and music and cooking and family and just celebrating God. And this woman was like, thank you so much. My grandma had such a tragic life. And to have her tell me that she is happy is so amazing and so healing. I cannot wait to tell my family and just simply giving her that experience because, you know, she didn't know her grandmother. And again, that's all she knew of her. And now she can remember her as that um, was so powerful. And again, like those experiences just remind me why we do this work. So it's so true. Yeah. Oh, thank you for sharing those. Uh, those, were, those are so beautiful. I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Now I'd like you to, uh, I'd like you to share with us about your podcast and how people can find you. <laughs> yes. Okay. So my podcast is called embody your soul. It's me with a little rainbow gradient. So just if you're looking for an image to spot out, And actually funny enough, Embody Your Soul was my original mediumship business name, but I um, came across someone else that had that as an LLC, which is totally fine, but I'm actually really happy. It's um, now just my podcast name and not my business name anymore, which I know I stated in the beginning of this episode, it came to me on the beach with spirit only a few days ago. 
So I am the modern medium and you can find me on Instagram and TikTok at the modern medium underscore. And then you can find me on my website, um, at the modern medium.co. And my email is hello at the modern medium.co. I am just so excited that you joined us today and, and shared all of this beautiful, beautiful information and your beautiful, your beautiful soul essence. And, and we're just so grateful. I, I thank you from the bottom of my heart and we will do this again for sure. Oh, I'm so happy to do this again. And just you and I just to catch up and just, you're just, I'm so excited to be connected with you because you're just a, you're just a pure good soul and such like a, a well-rounded um, experienced medium. And it's just, it's just so great to be connected with you. Aww. I'm so excited. Thank you so much. Awesome. Yes.